Welcome, listeners, to our review of Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. The Joker and I broke up. I wanted a fresh start. But it turns out I wasn't the only Damon Gotham looking for emancipation. Spectacular news! Miss Quinn, she belongs to me. Who are you guys? Alright, Dean, Birds of Prey and... I'm not going to say that again. <laughs> I, I don't know why they wouldn't have just left it as Birds of Prey. Because they need to have the word Harley Quinn in the title. <laughs> yeah. If they're not going to call the film Harley Quinn, they need to put it in that. They may as well have. Yeah, pretty much. So Birds of Prey is a 2020 American superhero film based on the DC Comics team, Birds of Prey. It is the eighth film in the DC Extended Universe and both a follow-up to and a spin-off of Suicide Squad. It was directed by Kathy Yarn and written by Christina Hodson. stars Margot Robbie, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Journey Smollett-Bell, Rosie Perez, Chris Messina, Ella J. Basco, Ali Wong and Ewan McGregor. The film follows Harley Quinn as she joins forces with Helena Bertinelli, Dina Lance and Renee Montoya to save Cassandra Kane from Gotham City, Crime Lord Black Mask. As usual, we've got to give a massive shout out to Peninsula Cinemas. They are absolutely top notch. Yes, they are. Took care of our viewing pleasure this time around, as they always do. And uh, yeah, Birds of Prey, eh? Yes. $84.5 million budget at the time of this recording has grossed $31 million worldwide. So not doing too well financially. Really? Yeah, not good at all. That's interesting because I've said a few times I wasn't at all looking forward to it. But in the couple of days before it came out, I saw it, I actually ended up seeing it opening day here in Australia. The reviews that once the embargo had ended, the reviews that I saw on Twitter that were coming out were very positive. Me too. But then I saw as pe- more and more people got to see it, started to lower a bit here. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 81%, Metacritic 61%, Letterboxd has it at 3.6%, and IMDb have it at 6.8% over 18,000 ratings. But enough about those ratings, Dean. Let's find out what your rating is, you big DC nut. What did you think of Birds of Prey? I mean, it's pretty shit, isn't it? Well, you're, um, I'll wait to hear what you say. <laughs> it's not an enjoyable film, and it's, it's frustrating having read that it was good. I'm not saying I went in with high expectations or anything after reading positive reviews, but I, I sort of thought, hey, it might not be terrible, and it was pretty terrible. Okay. It's so messy. It is a messy, messy film, and there's so much I didn't like about it, but we'll get into the uh, more specifics shortly. I want to I know what you thought of it, Hendo, because so- I, I cannot imagine... You have much nice to say about this film at all. So, I'm in the same boat as you. I saw the trailers and I thought, man, this is just, it just looks bad. I'm not interested. I'm not, not so much not interested. I'm just not expecting much at all from this film. So, my expectations were quite low and they were superseded because I thought this was pretty fun, but definitely sloppy. And that's what lets it down. I, I don't recommend this film. Okay, good. So, yeah. I think I know what your rating is then. Yeah, just from my words there, you can easily tell where, where that's going to land. Okay, well, yeah, I'm not sure why you you sound almost positive on it. It's weird. Is this the first DC film that uh, I'm going to have more nice things to say than you? Gee, I really think this will be the first film in DC that you will give a higher rating to. Wow. And it's still not a recommend? <laughs> no, still not. No. I mean, I, I like Suicide Squad more than this. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I, I, I had I much did. more fun watching I this. I did not have fun watching this movie. Really? Yeah. No, I I had a good time watching this film, but I just couldn't get over- Can I, can I just say, I don't like Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Okay, that's fine. I don't. I think 
She's annoying. She's super, super annoying. And all the stuff where she's I in- I might just kick back here and let you uh, go on your DC rant. This is no, this like, is this is fun. No, like all the stuff that I know some people like really like. I just it irritated me so much. Sorry. It's just I like Margot Robbie. She's great in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, in The Wolf of Wall Street, whatever else she's been in. Sure, fine. In Suicide this- Squad. Suicide Squad. I Tonya. I mean, I prefer her in Suicide Squad to this for sure. She is a supporting character in Suicide Squad. In this, it is the Harley Quinn movie, and I don't think she's a character that can support her own movie. I really don't. Okay. What did you think of her? She didn't bother me like she clearly bothered you. I think she's fine in this film. Didn't get under my skin. There was never a point where I was eye-rolling at her performance. Oh, I was eye-rolling so hard. (laughs) This whole movie, I was like, come on. Look at you, you negative Nancy over there. I I was looking at my watch. Wow. I did not expect this from you. It's so boring and it's non-linear. But okay, that's the pro- that's a problem I had. Yeah, it's not in an intelligent non-linear way. It's like a wait, where are we? It's a voice like, the oh, voiceover issue. We're back here. It's Harley Quinn explaining the story, going, "Oh, let's go back and check this out." And it takes forever. Like, I don't, I don't want to get too negative already. Positive wise, I like the performances. It it is enjoyable. Of They're- who? Mary Elizabeth Winstead is almost unwatchable in this. But you don't like her anyway. She's so bad in this. I thought she was fine. Oh. There's no there's no one that's amazing in this film, but everyone is okay in this film. Rosie Perez, did you buy anything she said? Yeah. She was so unbelievable. And we yeah. <laughs> Some of the action was okay, fun. It wasn't like amazing. I I thought the fight choreography was terrible. Like I really I was watching it just like I'm not even I'm not even going to try and I defend just this feel film like I, I, just I don't feel, give it a recommend. It's so rare that you watch a film that's like an action film because that's basically what this is and you're just like Every every weapon use, every punch, every kick, every flip, everything just feels so rehearsed. So now I realize that is like that in every movie that obviously everything's rehearsed and stuff. It didn't feel fresh in this. It just felt like, right, let's do stupid flip of this weapon and use it this way and how funny is this? Like everything was just played for laughs. It was it irritated me. My biggest issue is the story and the way it's structured. Story's terrible, structure's it, terrible. It took forever. It took forever for something to actually happen because the first half is basically trying like going back in time and explaining how everyone does certain things to to get to the point where they're at and it just kept doing it and I got lost about okay so what where are we now what what time is this and by the time it actually gets to you know when everyone finally becomes the birds of prey which is the best part of the film for me it it was it was too far gone already like it had taken far too long to get to that point yeah i'm not going to disagree with that at no, all no i know you're not going to i also felt like this movie needed joker really you think a little jared leto would liven this thing up yes I was wishing for Jared Leto in this film. It felt so weird. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying have him be a main character at all, but the first act of this film mentions the Joker so often. It's Mr. J. Mr. J. It's crazy that we never see him. And you sort of look at it and you're like, well, the reason we're not seeing him is because no one liked Jared Leto as Joker, right? If if that had been a huge success, he would 100% be in this film. Yeah, but do you think that's going to take away and I'm not, no, from I'm, Harley Quinn? No, because I'm not- Because it's a Harley Quinn movie. It is, and I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying put him in the whole movie. He needs to be in the first 
you know, few scenes to set up the events of this film. They just tell us all this stuff and there's use of animation and stuff. And I was like, what is going on here? It feels like it feels like they're it's doing, very- It feels like they're doing everything they possibly can to try and get away of not having Jared Leto's Joker in this film. This is a direct sequel to Suicide Squad. Like, I get that we now have the much-loved Joaquin Phoenix Joker out there. That's fine. I'm not saying we need anything like that in here. But this is a sequel to a film where- the Joker is a huge part of this character. It Put feels, him in the start of the film. It feels like it's it's kind of almost catered to young audiences, but then it's so- Super violent. It's quite- I don't want to say super violent. There is some like tinges of extreme violence, but there's so much swearing in the film as well. And But then you, you, you mix it with the style of what a, you know, what a 15-year-old will be watching and enjoying. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I reckon a 15-year-old would love this. Yeah, but they're not going to get to go see it. A 15-year-old would. No, they wouldn't. It's an R-rated film. Not in Australia. In Australia, it's restricted to 15-year-olds. Yeah, because we're we're much more tougher. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, in America, if, if you know, what have they got to be, 18 to see it? Yeah. That's crazy. They are missing a huge, you know, swath of audience here. That may, that may have a lot to do with the, the lack of- Box office. I mean, plus, they're coming off Suicide Squad. Like, this is a sequel to Suicide Squad. Yeah. And that a, was a movie not that well is very well, re- very well not received, yeah. It is, it is very well say, not received. I was going to say very panned, and you, you started talking, and I sort of mixed my words. <laughs> no, like, people don't like Suicide Squad. And, like, I get that a lot of people like Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn from it, but I don't think there was enough there to bank on a, a movie like that. Like, and Birds of Prey, why don't you throw Catwoman in? Throw another big name character in. Like, I just say, this, this is set in Gotham and it's all about these villains. Where's Batman? Yeah. Where is Batman? And and I'm not and I'm not saying that as a you need a, a Batman in this film, but it's Gotham. He's the you know, the hero. And as much as you want to sugarcoat it, Harley Quinn's a villain. Yes. She goes into police stations and hurts people. She kills people. But they try to show it like she's a hero of this film. Because she's funny and she talks with that funny, you know, accent and that makes it okay. It's stupid. You stupid, stupid movies. Wow, you're really, you're really, really down on I'm this film. I'm so bored. I, I, I can't believe, like, I thought going in like, yeah, I may not love it, but at least I won't be bored. And at least, like, you're obviously taken. It'll be fun. Uh, it wasn't fun. I had moments of fun. But there were a lot of moments where I'm like, wow, this is really taking its time to get into anything. This story is very, very weak overall. You look at the plot of this film. The plot is it's right not, now, It's not worthy of it. Now a- she doesn't have Joker protecting her, so Black Mask is going to kill her. Everyone's after her. They need to protect this girl who has a diamond. That's it. Yep. That's literally the entire plot of the film. And I don't feel like a lot of the other birds of prey are really fleshed out that much at all. No. Who have we got? We've got Huntress. She had a good backstory. Like I thought like she has the best backstory of anyone in this film, but they don't they don't focus on it. Yeah, and it's kind of funny when she, you know, sort of reaches uh, an arc in a in a story point where she's just sort of like, Oh, yeah, I don't know what to do now. Yep. It's like, yeah, we can tell, writers, you don't know what to do now. <laughs> What'd you make of Ewan McGregor? I mean, he looks like he's having a bit of fun. He's definitely having fun. I think it's a waste of... I mean, it's nice seeing a different villain on the big screen in Black Mask, who we haven't seen before. But in terms of the character, he's kind of... 
He's kind of weak. He's just this mob boss. Oh, I'm crazy. And let's show how crazy I am several times. Like, yeah, we get it. You're crazy. What mm. else are you going to do? And why does he wear the black mask? Oh, yeah, exactly. They they They, they just shoehorn that in. They didn't need to. No. They did not need to. It's so unnecessary. To. Like, I honestly thought, like, I knew Ewan McGregor was playing Black Mask, but I didn't think they would actually put the black mask on him because- in the comics and stuff, it's like his face is like black mask. Like yeah. it's not like he puts on a mask, even though it is called black mask. I don't know. It's very. It felt very forced with that element to it. Yeah, and I Victor, agree with that. Victor Zaz as the henchman. Is that a person so that I should know who Victor Zaz is? He's in Batman Begins as Victor, Victor Zaz. Zaz. I don't remember that. Okay, um, Victor Zaz is a. You know, a well enough known villain. Okay. He was yeah, he was annoying as well. That's just my two cents. Very strong two cents, I must say, coming from the DC Lord, Mr. Dean Jeffrey. Yes. All right. What's the, what's the next DC movie coming out? Oh, Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. Which will be infinitely better. I mean, I, I'm not going to disagree there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what's your rating? I'll, I'll, okay. You know my rating. Yeah. Obviously, you're giving it two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half for Birds of Prey. Man, I feel like you talk so bad about this film. I feel like you're going to smash a one. No, I'm going one and a half. Okay. One and a half. Fair enough. All right. How was your experience though? Was Peninsula Cinema was was one of those half stars worthy? Like from Peninsula Cinema? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Yeah, the experience was fun. It was. It was good. It's actually sort of we're finished peak season now, so the cinema isn't as crazy packed again. So it was a much uh, quieter viewing experience, which yeah, is nice. Me too. Yeah, a uh, b- bit quieter. There was a, a couple of people who were having laugh out loud moments at some of the jokes that were being said which maybe helped my experience as well. But, yep, lovely, lovely cinema. Do we even need to do a spoiler section for this? Yes, we do. I've got things to say. All right, let's get into it. After this, there is no turning back. I strongly recommend caution. I love the hyena. Yeah, but I thought he blew up. And then he's just, oh, by the way, yeah, he was fine. He was just down the road. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, I like how he's, like, eating the... The the body part, but that was good. Yeah, that was alright. When did Harley Quinn become such a like a martial arts yeah, badass? I know when she's flipping the bats around and doing all that the stuff with the weapons. I was like, hold on, this is not who she is. Yeah, it was pretty funny though how the Rosie Perez character when she rocks up at the end like all absolutely drunk. Harley Quinn can't even like take her down. Mm. There's a big fight between them two, and it's like level. I'm like, yeah. uh, that's a bit. Uh, wrong. Also, the one. The oh, one- I'm forgetting. I was forgetting about Black Canary. Oh, there's there's two things that happen towards the end where my eyes rolled. Like this is ridiculous. The first one is when they've had their first little fight in the the fun house. Which, by the way, this whole which one- we this- don't need to go to a carnival. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of. I think it's uh. Was it The Dark Knight Returns? Batman, no, uh, no, Mask of Phantasm. Yeah, Mask of Phantasm. Yeah, 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 that, it definitely felt Mask of Phantasm. Yeah, it's also in Killing Joke. It's in a lot of Joker stuff yeah. where they go to a carnival, like an abandoned theme park. But how ridiculous was it where they fight all the bad guys in, in the actual carnival, they defeat them like, yeah, high five, and they all just walk outside like they just they finish their- It's the end of the movie. They come walking, I'm like, uh, isn't there like 500 other bad guys? There? And then bang, they get shot. I'm like- are you trying to? Are these people stupid? Are you trying to say these people are stupid? Mm, effective. And then Black Canary does a like Mortal Kombat Queen oh, Sindel move. Nice Sindel, Sindel, and just uh, like screams and blows everyone away. Like, where did that come from? Yeah, that doesn't really fit with this movie. Yeah, like, like yeah, there is a scene su- where she's these- singing and the glass breaks. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I thought in a way. that because I know what Black Canary does with the voice and stuff in the comics, but 
I thought, okay, that's the nod to that, you know, superpower. But in this movie, it's not a superpower sort of film. I didn't think they'd do it, but she just walks out and screams. It's like, ah, they did it. See, on a positive side, like, I think the movie looks good and it is, it's shot quite well. Like, the the scene where Harley Quinn goes in and takes out all the cops with the the beanbag gun, I guess. Yeah. That looked good. Like, it was very colourful. It looked very stylish. But- in retrospect, where what are all these cops doing? Don't they have like they real have guns, guns? Real guns. Like a lot of story plot, like a lot of story beats along the way are just awful. And you can't cover that with a, you know, pizzazz looking film. A zazz looking film? Yes. Was it a Victor's? No. <laughs> this, all, this kind of felt like a very low grade snatch as well. After the diamond, lots of. Swinging back in time, I got I got a snatch vibe. Did you get anything like that? Like that sort of Guy Ritchie fast I mean, pace. I mean, it's it's fast pace editing, but it's just done as you say, C grade. It's just done very poorly. Like I can see you making that connection there, but I feel like you're almost insulting snatch at this point. I mean, you said a lot of negative things, Dean. You got, you got anything positive to say at least? What what was the best thing about the film? Don't say the credits. We've been sitting here for twenty minutes. <laughs> I I I don't know. Best thing about it. Don't know. The hyena. Maybe. That was cool. Oh, even that part. Just gaping pothole. They, oh. they blow her apartment up, these yep. people who are after her. Yep. And then she goes downstairs and they're gone. Yeah. She's there which, with the, she's there with the the guy who runs the, yeah, the restaurant who, downstairs. Who ratted her out. And then just leaves. Like, where are the two people who are trying to kill her? Either. Who knows? And all the like all the ways that she got out of getting killed when she's like walking down the street and like so that was okay because uh. she's she's lucky. That's her thing. Is it? Since in this when? film. In this Since film. When? In this film it is. Yeah, I must say the uh, the slow mo shot of them making the the breakfast thing. I got really hungry. Okay, that was the best part of the film. Yeah, that was funny. I really like that when it when it dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was all right. There you go. Thank you for reminding me of that. That's all right. I found your best part of the film. Gonna bump it up to four stars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do it, Dean. One and a half for you, two yep. and a half for me. Yep. All right, that was a that was a rough one. Yeah. All right, next week's bonus episode, we're going old school Sega. Sonic the Hedgehog. Never had a Sega. Played a lot of Sonic though. Sonic was just my jam way back in the day yeah. when when I was I had an emulator when I was probably like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, and I was like five to twelve maybe. Wow. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog two was my game. Loved it. Like I'm. I'm Excited for this one, I guess. Have you seen the trailer? Yes. You like the trailer? The new one they did, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm excited. Jim Carrey, Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. He's good for a laugh. He is good for a laugh. There you go. You got your classic uh, stone-faced James Marsden who gets in all these bloody CGI animal films. Hop. Hop. (laughs) Yeah. He loves to stare at a nothing screen and let the CGI do its work. There you go. But that's next week. Yes, it is. So thank you very much for checking out this episode and we'll see you soon. Bye. Don't fuck girls, best friends. Don't fuck girls, best friends. Something good to me, I ain't afraid to catch a case. BBS is on me.